Today's episode is sponsored by our friend and yours, Bubbles and Books, the monthly subscription box where all of your relaxation and self-care needs are exceeded. Each month, you get a curated box with a romance novel and high-quality bath supplies and accessories. When you sign up, choose between historical, contemporary, or paranormal, because they've got all the Werves, England Times, and bad boys you could want. Plus, they now have standard or premium boxes. Use the code HEAVINGBOSOMS10 for 10% off your first month or one-time purchase. It's so much easier to carve out some dedicated you time when the supplies come straight to your door. Hooray! Hey everyone, you're listening to Heaving Bosoms, or as one listener's very wise husband called us, the romance book-loving booby ladies. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. This is the podcast where two best friends recap and discuss romance novels in great detail while riffing off each other and sometimes getting super real. Before we dive into the episode, we have a Patreon shout out. Aaron decided to pinch hit for a few shout outs and they are fabulous. So, Danny R., you are a manticore with the body of a great cat, the spiny tail of a scorpion, and the face of a beautiful woman. You're known for your ability to be many things at once. Majestic, snuggly, cunning, lethal, and of course, drop-dead gorgeous. A worldly being, you have components from Egypt, Persia, and India, picking up knowledge and skills wherever you go. Sure, you also eat human flesh, but we're sure it's only when you got reasons. All right, listener, it's time to get started. Make sure you're on the lookout for our social media this week, though, because we're doing a Bubbles and Books giveaway. That's right. Get your own Bubbles and Books box this week by um, checking out our social media and doing whatever the post says. (laughs) And now, time for The Seduction of Viscount Vice by Nicola Davidson. Here we go. Hello, Melody. How the hell are you? Great. Yeah. Living my best life. I got my French yeah. press. I got my toast snack. Ooh. Doing great. You have your whole French press? Yes. Well, because you know how you were like ready when you are, so I just brought the whole thing in here. So I it's steeping right now. It's getting ready to be coffee. Whoa. But don't be surprised if David wanders here trying to find the French press whenever <laughs> he gets up. It's me like, where the fuck is the French press? All right. Oh, it's in enough. the office. Okay. Yeah. That mm. makes sense. <laughs> anyway. No, he's not like that at all. <laughs> cool. So what have you been up to lately? Uh, let's see. Um, I was in Seattle. Next week, I'm going to be in SoCal. We'll see if I can get over to the Rip Bottoms. <gasps> oh I'm not going to be able to. We did the maps. It's so far. You're it's so, so far. far. It's like hours. So many hours away. Yeah. It's like three hours or something stupid. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> yep. How are you? You seem like you're having a terrible morning. Are um, you okay? You know what? I'm not having a terrible morning. I am just, I have just realized that I've kind of descended into some postpartum anxiety that I'm not super happy about. I know, I know. 
Oh. You know what? Here's the thing, though. I've been feeling pretty good, like, throughout, right? Except that I'm kind of a crazy person. And I I hate using that phrase, except that it's Oops. just, like, one of my colloquialisms. But I don't know. We talked about it yesterday because I had my six-week checkup. And she was mm-hmm. like, so how are you feeling? And I was like, so... I've just been having these really intrusive thoughts about like whether or not Valor is going to wake up and I just start crying in the Oh no. Yeah. yeah. And so she's like, "Okay, like the midwife goes and gets me some tissues and she mm-hmm. comes back." Mhm. And yeah, like I spent I spent I don't know, 4 hours 2 days ago googling mm-hmm. SIDS. Oh, God, I thought you meant in the office crying. And I was like, no. oh, no, oh, Melody, no. that sounds terrible. No. Oh, no, Googling SIDS for four hours? Yeah, and it... No. I know. And, uh, like, and, and the crazy thing is, this is my second child. I've been in, I've been in child care for my whole life. You know, I know about SIDS. And yet I was like, there must be a new piece of information that I don't know yet. And so I was just compulsively Googling. And then... um. Like, I've just been reflecting on the past six weeks and like I keep on telling Michael things he absolutely knows because, you know, Mm -hmm. this is our second child. Mm -hmm. I was sort of like pro safe and, you know, short lived co sleeping. Mm -hmm. And I did a little bit with Ember and this time like basically co slept with her like the first six weeks. And it was just I just needed her heart next to my heart. And I don't. You know? Mm-hmm. Do you want to start over? No. So, yeah, it's been... <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you were just going to be like, yeah, I spilled a thing and I overreacted. <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> I didn't mean to make you cry. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I thought I was going to say that, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, overall, like, that's the that's the thing, is that Everything is really good. And she is so healthy. We went to her one month appointment. Everything is good. She's like in the 98th percentile for weight because she's so committed to eating. She looks at she's like <laughs> she has so I've many seen her eat and she is <laughs> excited about it in yeah. a way that makes my stomach flip over all the way over. I know. Look. And she's excited about it in a way that I am excited. Like she's obviously my daughter. To you, (laughs) (laughs) and my six-week checkup was great. Um, I'm. I just want to note for the record that the midwife said that my abdominal muscles are knitting together in a very encouraging way. I thought that was going to be way worse. I thought that was good. That was going to be a horror show. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's just one of those things where I. I kind of feel like at moments, somebody's taking over my brain. And there is somebody. It's called my hormones. So I've already been back in touch with my counselor. I had to take a break because, you know, I couldn't like get there. And now with her, like I Mm -hmm. need to make sure she can come with me because once again, she's always eating. And mm-hmm. we're not bottle. We're not. I. I. She's been eating so much. I haven't even really been able to pump very much. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm coping well. I'm just not mm-hmm. coping as well as I think I should be, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. on balance, things are amazing. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. 
Let me take a moment to say, hey, listen, you guys, I know you HBs are good people. If any of you email us about what Melody should or should not be doing as a mother of a newborn, I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you from the cult. I'm going to cut you down. <laughs> she will not react well and it's not okay. And that's my friend. So I want no emails about co-sleeping. I want no emails about boob feeding. Zero zip. Okay? All right. Moving on. I can't imagine they would ever do that. I can't either. But I, as soon as you were like co-sleeping in six weeks and blah, 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 you're throwing out numbers. And I was like, oh, no, no, we're going to get an email. It's like, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, we're not going to get that email. I'll cut you out. <laughs> I mean, I also like, you know, I do it in in the quote unquote right ways. I have a co-sleeper next to the bed and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, so actually, I do real quick want to talk about an email that we got that I appreciated. Can I do that? Sure. Even though I do want to note, we get lots of amazing emails and we appreciate all of them. Oh, my God. Yeah, but this was about something that I did wrong. So I just wanted to chat about it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we never did that. We need to do that. I know. So I got this lovely, really, and not only lovely, but loving email from a listener that was really, really nice because she was like, you know, I noticed the, all the ways that you try to be inclusive about different communities. And I just wanted to bring to your attention some language that you use during the priest episode. And oh, my God, I, I like it's so true. So during the priest episode with Jenny Nordback, I talked about a friend's iPod and I randomly threw out the phrase that it was um, sort of schizophrenic because in my mind it was like random. And then I I also added that like it seemed like it was up to something and Mm -hmm. all of that put together. Also, I want it noted that I didn't hear it when I said it. I didn't Mm -hmm. hear it when I edited it and I didn't hear it when I listened back. And all three of those things point out such a huge blind spot in my I didn't hear it either. Uh-huh. I know. And so she was like, I just I just want to point out that people with mental health issues like in that category are often at a much, much higher risk, especially I'm adding this in, but like mm-hmm. especially of being sort of mistrusted. And mm-hmm. that's super not cool. And I completely just put it into my, I, I don't even know if it's regular because once right. again, I didn't hear it any of those times. Well, and also just generally, we shouldn't call objects, like we shouldn't say an object has ADHD or an right. object is schizophrenic <laughs> or an object is, I don't know, narcoleptic right. or something because people have those <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, totally. So. totally. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for bringing that to my attention. I really, really appreciate it. And thank you for the tone of the email. Mm-hmm. That was really awesome. And um, I'm going to do better in the future, I hope. I'm certainly going to mm-hmm. try. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I just love that, like, the FAQ for the website, I have, like, hey, if we say something that is offensive or not inclusive or squeaks you out, you need to email us, right? Well, please. It's not on you. But, like, we would right. really like you to email us right yeah. away and tell us what Aaron said that offended you so much. <laughs> this time, and I just want to say, I wasn't even on that episode. <laughs> so, oh, look at Aaron Get not offending anybody today. <laughs> yep. Okay. So, I am here to tell you about a book. Yeah. I. Oh, man. This morning, waking up, it was, like, such low pressure. I'm like, I got my toasts. I got my coffee. I don't have to remember no character names. I don't have to do a damn thing. What? <laughs> I just got the deer in the headlights look because I have to remember the yeah, character names. It's all on I you. I know them. 
I know them. <laughs> so I just got to sit here and listen to a story. I'm so psyched. I got my toast. I'm going to oh, chew it at will. It's a good psyched. story, too. This is the last time you guys are going to hear this voice. Aaron, out. <laughs> Melody, take over the podcast. <laughs> I'm psyched. You had better buckle the fuck up. All you're going to hear from over here is chewing. Stop it. So. <laughs> All right. So I learned about this book because of a thread on the Wicked Wallflowers Club Facebook group. There are actually authors in that Facebook group, which is super fun. Oh, yeah. Authors are super. Well, I shouldn't say we have a lot of authors in our Facebook group, but like big fancy authors, very afraid of our Facebook group. They're all over on Wicked Wallflowers. Sarah (laughs) McLean's in there. Katie Roberts in there. If you want to like rub elbows, is that the right Uh phrase? With authors, go over to the Wicked Wallflowers. (laughs) Yeah. So there was this awesome thread in the Wicked Wallflowers Club group where somebody was like, I don't remember if it was like, is it sex work that was treated well or something like kink treated well in historicals or something like that. And sure, sure, sure. yeah, Nicola Davidson commented about her Fallen series and I'd never heard of it. And then I realized it was three novellas and I was like, oh, this is obviously an auto buy mm-hmm. because she talked about the last character in it. Uh, who's all into exhibitionism. Ooh. And I was all about it at that point. Just like I'm being an exhibitionist right now, breastfeeding uh-huh. for you. Yeah. Sorry. And you're, by the way, listener, all those little smoochy noises you hear. <laughs> they can't hear it. I can hear it. So <laughs> so they need to know about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. She's, oh, she's being silly. Hey, get serious. Okay. <laughs> so Fallen is this pleasure club. It's an elite pleasure club. And this is the third book in the series. But any of them can be read as a standalone. So I jumped straight to book three because I wanted to know about the exhibitionism in England times. I wanted tits out in England Mm -hmm. times, as we say. So it's called the Fallen series. And it's called that because three dudes own this club together. Their names are Sin, Devil, and Vice. Yes. Oh, boy. And they co-own it. And guess what, Aaron? This one is about Vice. I don't know. Well, I yeah, it is about what. Vice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. no. But the club mm-hmm. is an anonymous pleasure club. Mm-hmm. So how do the patrons remain no, anonymous? No, 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 no. <laughs> Shut your mouth. You Take better that baby get off your boob. Doped for masquerade no, masks. Come on, come oh, on, sexy masquerade masks. <laughs> is it just, is it like, okay, is it just like when they're at a masquerade ball? Because that's when it is appropriate. Do they take them off for sex? You know, I'm honestly not sure because I haven't read the first two. And it's very much my understanding of the series. I, I But again, I've only read one of the three. Um, is that it's very focused on the couples. You don't see mm-hmm. very many scenes of like pleasure clubbing. Okay. Or at least you don't in this I one. I just don't want somebody coming at me in a bedroom setting <laughs> with a masquerade mask on. If it is a masquerade party, that's fine. <laughs> I just don't, I don't want it in my sex time. That's all. In this book, there are no sexy masquerade then masks. That's fine. I yeah. have no hard limits here. Please continue. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's 1814, Aaron. But we are in a time travel book. What? Oh, yeah. You think it's an England Times book, and it kind of is, except it slips and slides into Highlander times. What? Oh, yeah. Because Vice, Lord, I think, Visson, Viscount Visson, that's the one. Mm-hmm. He's Scottish. 
Mm-hmm. He's a big giant Scotsman with his mm-hmm. red hair and his mm-hmm. giant burly hands and mm-hmm. his brogue and Ooh. you know all the things. I love and- how you said 1814 as if that means a damn thing to me. You <laughs> could know. have said 1890. You could have said really, 1790. I really wasn't means talking nothing. to you. Sure, sure, I was, sure, sure. I was talking to the listener. talking to Anne. You were talking to Anne. I was. Yeah. So okay. Anne will know. Yep. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, we're not calling her Anne anymore. We're not? We're calling her Clippy. Did you know about this? I didn't know about this. Yeah. She said something like she was trying to resist sending us an email about a historical in- inaccuracy. <laughs> and she was like, no, Anne. No, Anne. Don't be Clippy the paperclip today. Like, you can do this. <laughs> and I was like, that's all we're calling you from now on. <laughs> Long live Clippy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Vice is going around the ballroom. And Vice's, like, signature characteristic is he's a perfectionist and he mm-hmm. sees detail like compulsively. Okay. So he's going all through it and he's like, he's really frustrated because everyone's asking him when he's going to get married. And in his mind, he's like, never, because the quote is, well-born, marriage-minded women tended not to set their cap at men who cared little for politics or war, craved the applause and admiration of theater roles, were painfully detail-obsessed perfectionists, and, oh, yes, loved frequent bouts of public fucking. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And he's approached and complimented by this comely woman with raven hair and blue eyes. And in his inner monologue, he's like, whoop, she's got no chance because since that lady in my past, I don't fuck raven haired women with blue eyes because it's too many memories. It's too many memories. I know. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So now he's fixated on the apple tarts that aren't on the table yet. Right. And he's like, this evening would be perfect. Listen, you don't need to be a perfectionist. To focus on the apple tarts that aren't on the table yet. Fair. In fact, <laughs> since you said that, I've been focusing how the apple tarts aren't on this table yet. And I'm, I'm pissed. It's so, true. It's true. Where are my goddamn apple tarts? God damn it. <sighs> Somebody said apple tarts. <laughs> so he goes over to the lady and he's like, where are the GD apple tarts? And she's like, I gave it to the temporary staff that you hired and they put it out on the table. And he's like, mm. first of all, no apple tarts on the table. Second of all, there are no temporary staff. And she's like, oh, no, espionage mm. is afoot. It's Prince Tabizo. He's a gator there. <laughs> <laughs> he will not get you any kale. Sorry. Okay. You will say please and thank you. All right. <laughs> uh, so she describes the rogue who's apparently flitting around with apple tarts. And so he goes and, and looks about and he's like, oh, there's that fucker. Then it switches to that fucker's perspective. And that fucker is trying to catch a gander at what everybody likes and what everybody's talking about. Apple tart spy. That's right. He's using the apple tarts to like rub elbows with the guest, except that he is not a he. Mm. He is a lady with a real nice Raven booty and breeches. Haired, blue eyes lady. Oh, you betcha. Uh-huh. 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 So her name is Lady Mary. And she's a lady. 
I, I mean that. But she can't be too much bird boned or she wouldn't be able to pass as a man. So she's like a beefy lady, right? She's tall AF. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Real, real mm. tall, but like um, like spindly. Mm, so she's Her, still got bird bones. They're just longer. They're very long bird no. bones. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Whatever. At least she's tall. Yeah, fair. Oh, also, I don't know if I said this out loud. This is the seduction of Viscount Oh, no. <laughs> Melody. By Nicola Davidson. Nicola, I love your work. I'm so Listen, sorry. Hey, listener, if this is your first episode, just understand <laughs> that Melody has a baby hanging off of her boob. She's having some mental health issues. Like, we're better than this. We're going to be better than this. Just stick with us. And we're going to be okay. We've got I'm some obstacles. Sure we do. And I'm pretty sure that even if, you know, it's not, you know, super professional, it's still going to be funny. Yeah, that maybe. Hopefully. But here, also, listener, like, temper your <laughs> expectations, because me eating toast and Melody breastfeeding during the podcast is also kind of, like, par for the course. So, A, yes, we can be better, but B, this is kind of what we are. So Right. This is us at our truest. If you're looking for something smoother, we can recommend you some podcasts. Right. <laughs> right in. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So she is there for trade secrets, because her boss of 10 years... It has moved to London. They've been in Paris. They've moved to London and they she's, want to she's set a madam up. of a thing. Oh, she's a madam. She's she's she, a madam. She a madam. Who? Who is the she you're referencing? The Raven boss? Hair, blue eyes. Blue no. eyes Raven. No. Oh, here's the thing. She is an underling. She's a backstage underling. And she's desperately hoping to have her sexy times exhibitionist debut. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, get it. <laughs> So the way to do that. I don't think she needs to fake serving apple tarts and dress as a man. I think she just needs to knock on the door and be like, hey, you know how you guys do a show where you fuck in public? Can I be in that? And they would be like, yeah, that's fine. You know, we don't get a lot of highborn ladies asking for that kind of thing. She can't. um, Because in her mind, she owes her employer a lot. So the backstory that I'll just do right here real quick that we find out in pieces is that when she... Mm, I can't do the backstory. Basically, she arrives in Paris with her manservant and uh, GBF, her gay best friend, uh-huh. and he's really, really sick. And her boss saw them on the street. They had they had just been robbed. Her boss picks them up, gets him medical attention. You know, England, Paris Times medical attention. Wait, did you say they were in Paris? Yeah, I did. So this is England Times in Paris with a Scottish person? No, this no, is no. So much time travel. Dude, Aaron, stop with your toast and pay attention. They I'm have sorry. moved from Paris to London oh, in okay. order to open a rival pleasure club. Sorry, I thought they moved from London to London. No, nah, man. Other London. Across London. Oh, yeah. Across the London. Good, time. good, good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So all right. So she thinks she owes her boss a lot because she saved her friend's life and then gave them employment for the past decade. Mm-hmm. Okay. But for that decade, she's been behind the scenes, seamstressing, you know, lugging boxes mm-hmm. yeah. in a, a, a surf, if you will. Uh-huh. And she's like, don't you see these boobs? I can do it, too. Yeah. She's like, I really want to fuck other people <laughs> in your club. <laughs> can you please let me do that on stage? And so her boss has told her, if you get me these trade secrets uh-huh. and, you know, the ways that we can make our club different and better, then you can be the star of my show. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. So then this other 
buxom, raven-haired, gentle woman who had... Wait, there's two? Well, who had proposition vice. Also, it's a sticking point. Lady Mary, not buxom. She's just got dat ass. Okay. All right. Okay, good. She's, good, good, good. <laughs> she's I really, like this. Yeah, she's really self-conscious about her lack of a bosom. If you've noticed, I also lack a bosom, but I do have dad ass, so That's I'm right. down for this plot. That's right. Okay. Wow, Melody, I can't believe you said that. I can't believe you said that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she comes up to Mary and she's like, what's Vice's deal? What's he into? I'd like to bed him tonight and I want to know like wh- what he likes to do in the bedroom other than have a hundred other people watching. Mm-hmm. And Mary's like, I don't know. And then she's like, oh. You are no help in my attempt to bed that absolutely strapping Scotsman. And then Mary's like, Scotsman? (laughs) Gots to go. There are Uh only like 10 highborn Scottish families, so that dude is going to know me. And so she tries to hightail it out of there. And then all of a sudden, she gets grabbed by the scruff of her neck. And then she feels a pistol at her side. And then she gets tossed into a side room. Mm -hmm, She gets mm -hmm, pushed up against mm -hmm. a wall. And then a very, very familiar voice is like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) But in Scottish. That's the one. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, what are you doing? And she immediately recognizes his voice as her first love who she hasn't seen in a decade. Oh, she talks about, she, she describes his scent. Do you want to hear about it? Because it was I, I thought it was pretty good. If it's a good scent, then yes. Right. Mary shuddered, tears burning her eyes as an agonizingly familiar scent tormented her senses. Heat and the light sweat of physical labor, whiskey mm. and herbal mm. blend cologne, the mm. delicious combined fragrance that had enveloped her just once before. The day she deliberately surrendered her virginity to the young man she'd loved beyond all, (gasps) but was forbidden to have the young man she had used to end an unwanted betrothal and then abandoned. She lost her V-card to this guy? Oh, yeah. And she did it on purpose because she was betrothed to some fuck she didn't want. Oh, man. This is great. I'm into this. Man, what a great morning where I don't have to remember anything. (laughs) Okay, so... She's like, oh, no, what do I do? And then she just thinks to herself, I guess I got to brazen it out. So she lifts uh-huh. her eyes to him and she goes, hello, Ian. Mm. <gasps> okay, so he's trying not to fall down because his knees are buckled. He thinks she died. Uh huh. Also not to fall in love. Did she fake her death? Did she fake her death? Did she oh. fake her death? Melody. She didn't fake her death, but her family did because they are the worst. They're ashamed. Yeah. So they gave their virginity to each other because he pursued her and like loved her beyond all sense at 17. And she's also Uh an older lady. She was 19. Nice. Oh, yeah. Get it. And he thought they were going to run away together. But then the morning that they were supposed to meet at the same clearing in which he fucked her senseless at least four times. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He was a virgin. This duke is a virgin. This duke was he fucked her senseless a virgin. Four, four times under a tree. It was a oh, long day. Oh, so this day. isn't the... Okay. <laughs> but that was the day that he lost it and they this their first um, time. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. we're good. We're good. Uh-huh. Well, okay. He might have like gone down on her one time. Sure. He might, you know, there was some there was some dallying as mm-hmm. well as the the fucking. All right, fine. So he's trying to interrogate her about what 
she's doing and spying and she's just like talking dirty to him about their first time together trying to distract him Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he turns the tables on her a bit and starts seducing her and they talk about how he's um fully in favor of her legs and backside being on full view in breaches Mm -hmm. and then she says she's really sorry and knees him right in the balls dropping him to the floor and runs away you know i'm into this scene however what a bitch move is it if somebody (laughs) has thought you're dead for like 10 years or whatever to be like yeah 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 yeah, but check out these boobs and check out this butt like that's a bitch move you know she was grasping at straws and also also i mean she was manipulating but there was also Uh a big giant kernel of truth in there because we'll find out why okay okay all right. Okay. All right. I'm just listening. Okay. So the I'm next just here morning. for the story. Let's do the podcast like this all the time. This Where is great. I tell you. Where you just tell me about books you read. <laughs> listener, write in. Tell us, you know, is that better? Nope. Don't mm-hmm. do it, listener. Mm-hmm. We'll fight. We'll be like the dollop of romance novels where one guy just <laughs> listens and makes comments. <laughs> okay. So... She's telling her manservant and his partner, Olivier. So Ramsey and Olivier are two shining stars in this story. They're side characters. They're delicious. Ramsey is her giant Scotsman manservant from when she was super young. And Olivier is the French boyfriend that he found in Paris. Mm. And they all work at this pleasure club together. So she's telling him all about last night. And Olivier, he's really intuitive. And he's like, hold on. Uh, Oh, Ramsey's like... She might break her her 10-year abstinence, which on first read, I completely skipped over. So oh. I didn't read. I thought you'd be like, I read the words 10-year abstinence and I passed out and I woke up and I didn't know where I was. <laughs> I woke up just completely discombobulated and I was like, what happened? And then I looked at the page and I saw 10-year abstinence and I thought, oh, that must be what I read before <laughs> that I lost must be. it all. Yeah. <laughs> and then everything was black and then i just panicked to the point that i had i passed out okay so then olivier is like hold on how did you get close enough to his balls that he didn't have time to shield himself like you Mm -hmm. must have been very very close to each other that is a great point olivier i know yeah he clocked that from like 32 yards Uh uh-huh all right so she's like, no, 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 just no closeness, nothing at all. And then her employer walks into the room and is like, so you're going to get more info for me? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to go be a footman again. And if it's like, I mean, I guess you can use that tall, spindly, not attractive body <gasps> as a man by <gasps> doing this espionage for me. She's basically she just negs her so hard the whole time. Uh, nope. Yeah, they have a really, really dysfunctional relationship. She'll by turns neg her and then she'll be like, after all I've done for you, you're really gonna ask me a question about this? Or like, mm. I can't believe that you're thinking about doing that after all I've done for you. I'm imagining Angelica Houston in Ever After when she's oh. like, after all I have done, after all that I do. It's you true. You know the scene. I, I do. I do that whole movie. All right. <laughs> okay. Man, I need to watch it again. Jesus. So yeah, it's her lack of curves that Yvette really doesn't like. She's got booty curves, but butts aren't in yet. That's the butts problem. She needs to be yet. here in 2019 when it's she all does. about butts. She does. All right. So she's going to be a footman that evening. And we find out it's at a party that Vice is attending with his mama and sister. Ooh. Of course it is. Yep. 
we get his side of the backstory. And that is that he was in love with this girl. He brought her cakes and tried to woo her in many different ways. He brought her cakes. Oh, yeah. All of his friends are like out, probably questionably, having dalliances with maids. And he just can't get his eyes off of Mary McNair. So he just loves her. He was under the impression that they were going to go away together and get married. They were going to elope because in Mm -hmm. Scotland you could do that. Mm -hmm. And then he shows up to the clearing. She's not there. Her dad, though, shows up and beats him to within an inch of his life for ruining his daughter. And then he finds out she's dead. She died. He's like, God, what a bad day. Yeah. Later. Well, no. Later on, he finds out that, quote unquote, she died in Paris. Oh. So he spent his whole life like, you know, mourning her. Yeah. All right. We oh, we learn a little bit about his sister. It's going to come like a little bit later. She's younger. Everybody wants her to be super pure. And she wants to go to Fallen at least once to like figure mm-hmm. out what life and sex are like. And mm-hmm. neither his mother nor he will do it. Her name is Helena. And their nickname for her is Hellion, which I really oh, like. Yeah, that's cute. It's really but cute. Also, do you want to go to a club where your brother fucks on stage? Question mark. Think yeah. about it. I would definitely go on the dominatrix night. Yeah. You know, yeah. like not. Just think about that. Though. Right. You know, right. It's all your brother's friends, it's people you're going to see. Right. Maybe go to a different pleasure club somewhere far. Oh. Anyway. Oh, interesting, Aaron. Yeah. Okay. So he sees Mary in the window dressed as a footman as they arrive. And he's like, God bless a fucking London. <laughs> <laughs> so he corners her on a balcony at one point. And she's like, oh, hello, my lord. And he's like, don't you fucking my lord me, Mary. You forgot your such sensibilities fast enough when you attempted to crush my cock to powder. <laughs> and she goes, she shrugged. It's what a lady does when accosted. Accosted? You nearly burned my clothes off with the need in your eyes. Spread legs, hips tilted, offering me your pussy. And then you yeah, panicked. Yeah, yeah. Why was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. The dirty talk is so on point in this Good. novella. I really so want to read point. this. How long is this thing? 120 pages, I think. Awesome. Snippy snappy. Yeah. Good. So he suggests that he's going to turn her over to the watch. And she's like, oh, man, before he does that, he needs to prove that I'm a woman to the entire assembly. And so Ooh. she starts getting really turned on thinking about mm-hmm. him dragging her inside and ripping off her clothes and yeah, yeah, fingering yeah. her just to show everyone she has a pussy. Like, well, this is that, what's good. The last <laughs> oh, yeah. step went real far. No, no yeah, she is into <laughs> it. <laughs> and then he calls her a witch and then kisses mm. her senseless. Oh, my gosh. That's like my utmost fantasy. I know, somebody a- call you a witch and oh. then smooch you? Hmm. He's yep. just always calling her a witch. It's so <laughs> nice. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. And then he, he finds out she made the breaches and that they're really good because they, quote unquote, have to be stage worthy. Mm. And he's like trying to put the pieces together and he can't figure it out. And then he outs her to her boss, her boss being like, this servant sucks mm-hmm. <laughs> and gets her kicked out of the party. So then he's in his carriage with a P.I. and the P.I., and he are outside of this uh, townhouse that they've purchased for Worldly. And he's like, this is where they are. I don't know what they're doing yet, but it looks like they're setting up some kind of business. And uh, 
he's like, all right, well, thank you. I'm going to go in and interrogate her. So he Ooh. goes up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he starts mm-hmm. going up the steps and Ramsey's there. Vice knows that Ramsey likes boys and he really likes Ramsey and he's into it and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then Ramsey lets him in being like, all right. As long as you're not here to maim her and I'm going to bring her tea in an hour and she better be in really good spirits. <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, OK. Ian's like, also, fine. an hour is so long. It like, is a really long time. Try like I 15 mean, minutes, Ramsey. Listen, he needs Ramsey to give them enough time to bone. Is that what's going on? What's up? Yeah. Okay. Ramsey. Never uh, mind. Hero. He's a hero. Hero Never mind. the story. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. He I'm and Olivier. Down. Yeah. So they banter about decor and it's delightful. And then he comes up behind her at a window and starts massaging her shoulder. Wait, who? Wait, Vice? I'm so sorry. I skipped a step. So Vice goes into the room and he finds her cleaning up and talks about how she's in a gown this time and like sort of how pitiable it is. And uh, then they banter about decor. He and she are the only ones in a room together. Gotcha. And then he comes up behind her at a window. Mm-hmm. tries yeah. to disarm her by giving her a little shoulder massage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it works. Oh, <laughs> does it? He's like, it would be so much easier if there were less fabric. And she was like, mm. well, why don't you help me off with my gown? Mm. And then that happens. And then her stays come off. And so she's mm. just in her chemise. And eventually she sits up on the window seat and like goes to undo the ribbon. And then she's a little worried. And she sort of stops because, once again, her boobs are small and she hates them. Mm-hmm. And he says, he's like, hurry the fuck up. I've been waiting to see those for 10 years. So, like, get them out. And so she does. And then he gives her a nipple orgasm. What? No. Which, no. You know, you know what? It makes Against sense later hard on. hard limit. Hard limit. <laughs> what? <laughs> nipple orgasms. No. No. Coming hard line on this. No, you don't like them, or you don't believe them, or what I don't is believe the in them. Limit? And don't write us. I'm not going to believe you either. I'm just not believing in it. Nope. Will Zero. You believe your nope. best friend. I will not believe you either. <laughs> okay. Nope. Okay. All right. Okay. So then the dirty talk is <laughs> super. Like, on- <laughs> would you believe your best friend, <laughs> the person in the world who would never lie to you? <laughs> not about sex. I'm certain of it. <laughs> All right. So the dirty talk is in this scene is amazing. Once again, mm-hmm. she keeps calling him Ian and she he wants her to call him Vice. And he ends up taking her from behind at the window. Yes, and yes, then yes. He sees a couple walking on the street outside in full view of what's yes. happening. And so he's like, hey, Mary, uh, we've got a bit of an audience thinking he's cool with it he's only spurred on by it but like if she wants some privacy he'll pick her up and you know take her to another part of the room Mm -hmm. but she's like no smush me up against this window oh no she doesn't she pulls her chemise to the side and starts playing with her breast like (gasps) making eye contact with this england times couple on a (gasps) stroll oh Oh my god and so he's like i lost my mind I my mind is gone and he just starts like pounding into her with abandon because he's so turned uh-huh. on by her fabulous public display. Uh-huh. And her hands are safely on like a window sill yeah. or like a window frame. <laughs> it's correct? actually a window seat. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, good. So there's mm-hmm. and I just it's on the first it. level. I want to read this and I don't want it to be ruined by her hands on glass. 
No, especially guys. especially England not times 18, engineering. Yeah, eighteen fourteen nope. glass. No, no. So then, as he's fucking her, he's like he's whispering, he's growling into her ear. He goes, "He envies me." Gritted out vice. That man. He does not. Oh. He does not want to be strolling chastely with her, but in here, buried inside your sweet cunt. Mm. This book also gets like 17 heaving bosoms gold stars for the use of the word cunt. Oh, <laughs> congratulations. What's the author's name again? Nicola Davidson. Congratulations, yep. Nicola Davidson. You are now up with our other two cunt awards, um, Tally Hibbert and Tiffany Rice. So you're the third oh. winner. Of the Heaving Bosoms Cunt Award. Oh, and Jenny Norback. Yeah, Jenny and I <laughs> gave it to Priest. So. Oh, right. Oh, us and Sierra Simone as well. That's right. That's right. And I'm sure You're Jenny in deserves amazing one company. too. I, I think we should also. Yeah, so number five is you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so during their interlude, she like slips up that the club needs to be open like in time. And that's the only way that she's ever going to get her chance. And those are the only two other clues that he kind of gets. I'm sorry. I just made a great face. But can you? I'm sorry if you need to cut this. But what if we put on the website, like uh, in the thing, like, you know, how there's a drop down menu? Could we make a drop down menu for the Heaving Prisms Cunt Award? Yes. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. It's how? pretty profane. No. How did we not do this before then? I don't know. When we just put the five names up there, it was like the honorees put little stars next to them. Yes. <laughs> Awesome. Yes. Okay, sorry, keep going. Co-sign. All right. Okay. okay. So, cut to the next mm-hmm. day. She's in a sex toy warehouse. There are jade cock rings, like everywhere. <laughs> and she's a little worried that she's going to get crushed under a giant display of jade cock rings. Fair. And she's with Ramsey and Olivier. At one point, Olivier is like, I don't know why you're so loyal to Miss Yvette. You should choose love, he keeps saying. Mm-hmm. Choose love, everyone. Choose love. Choose love. All of us. Choose love. Yeah. And then they send her to get some food because she's super dead on her feet. And on the way back, she runs into the two other dudes' wives. And the only thing that's important about this is that, A, they're super fun. Can't wait to read their books. And Mm -hmm. two, they invite her to dinner. Won't you please, Lady Mary, come to dinner Mm. at the house we share with Vice? (gasps) They all live together? I think so. It's fucking adorable. It's my goddamn dream commune. Uh Uh-huh. Pleasure club. All right. Well, <laughs> 18, 14. 18, Can I just say, like, I like these books about pleasure clubs. However, I often think about how stinky they probably are. I'm just moving on from that. But I just feel like it probably smell. It's smelly in there. I feel like you it's know, smelly. I think that there are some there's some potpourri action. You yeah, know, that's they worse. That's just that's just like the stank with some flowers on top. True. You know, True. fair enough. Anyway, it's something I think about a lot. <laughs> Moving a on. peek into the brain of Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I often think about the smelliness of different situations in romance novels. Nice. This is one of them. All right. So she mm. shows up and Vice hasn't been warned. And then he loves the way she looks. But one of her combs is off. Like it's it's not at the same level as the other one. Mm. And she notices him looking at it and then asks him to fix it so that it doesn't bother him all night like she remembered that detail about him and it's so so adorable so he pushes her up against a wall uh, to adjust the comb because how else 
yeah would you can't possibly. yeah you need to brace her against something or else Gotta. her head her head could move around yeah you, she needs some myriad things could on. happen yeah she mm-hmm. should really just be encased between a wall and your burly chest that's Ugh. the only mm-hmm. way that i frankly it's the only way i want my hair done anymore yeah fair you know yes like how do i <laughs> if you are a salon that offers this email us you're a salon <laughs> that offers a highlander to pin you yes. up against a wall before doing barrel curls on your hair that's what i would like yes <laughs> that's all i need thank you perfect blowout email us drive and i will take a note yeah right the blowout yeah. zone the blow you need a new business model <laughs> the blowout <laughs> wink emoji yeah, yeah. oh boy Cody. Yeah. I went there. Okay. So he's like trying to interrogate her again. And he's like, why are you here? She's like, how could I not come to this wonderful house with fine food and good company when I'm just a, a lowly worthless servant? And he like fully stops and he's like, no, not worthless. Never that. Ugh, you're a brave and beautiful Highland warrior. Swoon. Swoon. Mm-hmm. Also, please call me a brave and beautiful Highland warrior mm-hmm. while you are putting gel in my hair. That's all mm-hmm. I want. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. So they have a wonderful dinner and at dessert, she doesn't have any. She's obviously like looking at it forlornly. And they're like, why aren't you having any dessert? She's like, I'm watching my weight. And they cannot figure out why, but they also just like let her skip it and mm-hmm. um, not say anything else. So then one of the ladies is like, hey, uh, Vice, why don't you take her on a tour of Fallen? You know, go on uh, through there and show her your pirate ship. What? And that is not a euphemism. No, yes. So just FYI, let's review. This could be an England times book. A pirate times book. A Highland times book. This could be a pirate times book. Also, he has herbal cologne, so. <gasps> this could be an herbs, herbs, herbs. Herbs, Although, herbs, Although you do not want to skip a moment of this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he takes her in and he gives her a tour and they talk about like staging a show and he lets slip like how much the audience truly spurs him on and like turns mm-hmm. him on and all of that. And then she knows that it's going to be their last night together, basically. Why? Why? Well, because she's going to be opening a rival pleasure club and he's going to be super fucking pissed about it. No, that sounds like the perfect enemies to lovers. That sounds perfect. Yay. Well, you rival know. Rival pleasure clubs. Yeah, I was thinking about it. This is kind of a second chance and a little bit of an enemies to lovers, at mm-hmm. least on his side, begrudgingly, because he's like, all you do is lie to me and leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right? fair. Yeah. But she's like, show me how you would stage a show. Yes, 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 yes. So yes. then they yes, play yes, yes. Pirate Queen and her no. first mate. Yes. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. <laughs> so she's like, how does one get a little... Oh, there's a pirate throne, too. Yep. So she sits down upon it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, how would one get a little service around here? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I guess all you'd have to do is command your first mate. Yes. And... She's like, I don't know, by saying, um, lick my pussy. <gasps> and he's like, oh, no, there are several hundred people in the audience right here. You need to spread your legs out, put one over the arm of the chair, and then 
say Project. it so the, say it so that the people <laughs> in the back can hear. Use she, your diaphragm, madam. I, just, I love this is like a dress rehearsal, and he's like, "Listen, you need to cheat out with your vagine, that's, that's and also right. project. Make <laughs> yes. sure the last person in the last row can hear you say, like my pussy.' That's right." And she's a grandma in that mm-hmm. back row. Yeah. Use your diaphragm. Come on. Yeah. Come on, Mary. Yeah. So she does. And the, as the lead up to the show, they banter and she asks why there's only one throne. And he's like, well, it's sort of a solo job, you know, since there are so he, oh, he goes, there are so few who want to pillage and plunder as a couple. Mm. Aaron. Yeah. Aaron. And then they use that pirate metaphor to talk about how if they got married, the adventure wouldn't die because with the right pirate, he would always want to work together. I know. I know. Marriage. I know. But it's it's starting to ruin the sex for me. What's happening now? I'm so sorry. So (laughs) he goes down on her like a champion. Good. And then he lifts up her legs and does a little rimming action that she Ooh. is surprised by and into. In the pirate throne? Um, okay. Yeah. All right. yeah. Thank you for yeah. the description. All right. <laughs> You're so welcome. Mm-hmm. And then once he can't stand it anymore, he switches their positions, puts her right on the tip of his penis, and then he's like, say you're mine. Ooh. And she tries to protest, and he's like, say it. And so she goes, yours. I'm yours. And then he just thrusts into her. And it is wonderful. You know, I'm usually not a big fan of Say Your Mind. Me too. But I feel like this is one that where I would be a big fan of it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because basically what he's saying is, say you're my pirate queen. <laughs> Aaron? I'm your, pi- I'm your pirate queen. Really. Yes! <laughs> I will absolutely say I'm your pirate queen. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Okay. So then. Oh, that's the other thing. I'm sorry. I have to skip back because earlier when he was teasing her, like before, before he actually started going down on her, he was like, I want the audience to get all their money's worth. So we really have to drag it out. In fact, why don't I go find another lady to pleasure while you like think about whether or not you want to really command me to go down on you. And she's like, oh, no. And she grabs him by the hair and she's like, you will not pleasure anybody else forever. Mm-hmm. Or I will take a skillet to their skull. Like if, <gasps> if they want to do anything but watch, they're going to get a skillet to the skull. And he says, there is my Highland lass. Oh, <sighs> yep. But also okay. that's not cool in reality. Don't. Yeah, don't. Don't. don't no kill skillets. People. No right? skillets, guys. Right. It's Jealousy not is it. toxic. Don't do it that. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trust and be mm-hmm. trust yourself too. You know, you're worthy yeah. of his undivi- uh-huh. undivided attention. Yes. You're cool. You're cool. <laughs> okay. This has been the Bing Boom Bong after school special <laughs> portion of the, of the podcast. Right. That's correct. Okay. So the next day, he is in a great mood. He's clicking his heels, he's singing a tune. He can't stop whistling mm-hmm. because they spent the whole night after the pirate ship, they went up to his quarters. And they spent the whole night in each other's arms and making making the the love in different mm. ways. You Ugh. couldn't say I it. Couldn't you couldn't say it. it. You couldn't do I, it. I tried. <laughs> I tried. Chicken out at the last it. moment. <laughs> I love that you're okay with the section of our website called the Heaving Bosoms Contoward, <laughs> but you can't say making love out loud. It's incredible. It's just incredible. <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah. I can only be me, Aaron. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's finally come out about the club. 
But she's told him that it's a dinner and entertainment, like a cabaret. Mm-hmm. And he totally bought it hook, line, and sinker. So the report from his investigator arrives, and he just puts it in his pocket because he's got nothing to worry about. He and Mary are going to skip off into the highland distance and be Scottish, you know, fuckers together. They're going to fuck Scottish. together. <laughs> They're going to be Scottish fuckers who fuck together. Oh, God. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. So then that night, Fallen is dead. And in fact, Sin and Devil are like, is there a smell that I cannot identify in here? And yes. Vice is like, yes. <laughs> the answer to that is yes. But that's not the reason no one's there. But the answer is no. yes. There that's is a right. smell. So then the crown prince comes up and is like, love you guys. Gotta go. Kisses. I'm going to another opening of a brand <gasps> new pleasure club in town. Oh, and has she told him? No, she told him. He's like, yeah, it's called Worldly. And he's like, no, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, your majesty. That's a dinner and dancing club. And he's like, no, it most certainly is not. Look at the invitation. Now, upon first read, mm-hmm. what I read was that he looked at the invitation and then pulled out the report read that you know it is in fact a pleasure club she is in fact stealing all his business and then he threw his head back and in the middle of a tits out england times ballroom threw his head back and roared in anger Uh uh-huh and like beast or something right Uh uh-huh that was hilarious to me the Uh second time i read it though it says that he put his fist up to his mouth to make sure he didn't roar in anchor oh yeah i see okay that makes a lot more sense you know he's in front of the prince (laughs) it's in front of a prince (laughs) (laughs) he's in front of a prince as if it's a normal reaction but not in front of a prince right right Uh right uh you don't want to scare those titties away you're already Uh lacking titties in your tits out ballroom (laughs) right just keep it cool (laughs) keep it cool so The prince is like, why don't you come with me to the opening? Uh-huh. I would love for you to be my honored guest. Mm. And he's like, I would. I will definitely do that. Yes, mm-hmm. I will join you for dinner. And, uh, <laughs> yep. and then he's like, also, they stole your bit about the masks. So we're going to need <gasps> masks because I'm not I couldn't possibly wear my fallen mask too worldly. Mm-hmm. So he gets him two masks and they head out now. We cut to Mary's perspective. She's overseeing things. Things are going well. She is excited for her debut. And then she looks outside and she sees Hellion coming up the path in a peach gown and a mask. Yeah. His little sister. Yeah. See, she took my advice. She did. I know. You're so Uh smart. Yeah, I'm pretty smart. Yeah. So she grabs her on the way in and she's like, you got to go. And she's like, I I will do no such thing. Yeah. So then she's like, well, at least help me get ready. You can watch the show. You can Mm -hmm. watch your old friend get fucked by a highwayman on the stage. (gasps) So Mary's in this. Yeah. 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 She's supposed to debut. Oh, man. Right. So she invites her to her performance. It's really sweet of her. And they go to get ready. Is he? You know what? Weird. Shut your mouth. A little bit weird. I feel like it's a little weird. Because, like, she's going to, like, marry your brother, probably, and, like... But she doesn't know that. And, in fact, she feels terrible. She thinks that they are done. She's like, I've lost the love of my life again because Mm -hmm. of my goddamn choices. Mm -hmm. And uh, so none of this is even that exciting because she's so... Yeah, but, like, as if, as if he's not going to come down there. Like, 100%, if he finds out 
that this pleasure club opened, which he's uh-huh. going to. I mean, he's also like somebody's going to come down and be like, "You would not believe this blue-eyed, raven-haired, big-butted lass that gets all kinds of done up on the stage." Yeah, and he's going to be like, "God damn it, that's Mary!" Like one hundred percent. There's no chance in the world that he doesn't come down and see this show. It's so true. It's so true. All right. So she's like, "You can stay for the show, and then you got to go." And they come to that agreement. So they go into her dressing room. And they're getting ready. She has sewn padding into her corset so that it looks like she's got boobs. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Or at least we've boobs all we've that... all been there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Completely. The water bra was oh, my God. go-to in, you had a in water high bra? school. Oh yeah, I did. Oh yeah. I had to do it. I had to do it. I just so, had like the the stuffing. Oh, yeah. I had the stuffing. The push-up bra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still wear a push-up bra. Me when too. I'm not breastfeeding. Yeah. Me too, you guys. And it's made by Spanx, and it's so good. You know what? Really? I'm Google it up for my lady love. Yep, I'm googling oh, like it up right idea. now. Stay tuned, listener, Ooh. for the lady love. You'll be able to hear about the Spanx bra. Stay tuned, Melody. I'm into it. Yeah. Okay. So they're getting ready, and then a vet comes in, and she's scolding her about like being late and getting ready faster, and she's always just scolding her for no reason, because Yvette has been eating bonbons, and they've been doing all the work to get this house ready, but I digress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they go to put the gown on, and it won't go past her hips. It won't oh. go over her booty. No. And she's horrified and really confused, and Yvette basically calls her an idle glutton no and it's like i told you that you need to watch your weight it is a cardinal sin of a performer to gain weight right before a performance and she's like there's no way i have been skipping dessert i've been lugging i've been uh-huh. doing all i've been getting this whole house ready i've been exercising non-stop all day just to make sure this happens there's no way and that made the dress too small she made it too small she made it smaller that she did so uh. helen looks down helena looks down and she's like huh the stitching is crooked and there's different color thread right here because <gasps> if that doesn't know how to stitch a dress yeah and mary's like you are never ever gonna let me perform and the vet's like with that tall boyish body you would never get up on my stage. <gasps> and it is the meanest thing ever. And so Mary just crumples down on the floor. Mm-hmm. She's totally devastated because she's lost the love of her life in order to have this opportunity that was never an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yvette just used her again. And so she's like, Helena, you need to get out of here before somebody sees you without your masks on. And Ian finds out. And then a voice behind her goes, finds out what because Egan has arrived well i honestly thought that what was going to happen was she was going to get on stage and start having sex with this highwayman thing and he was going to rush the stage you know like coyote ugly style she was going to be up there doing her thing and then her boyfriend was going to rush in and be like get off that bar and then he was going to get thrown out by tyra banks or whatever that's what i thought was going to happen Wow, I would not be in love with that hero. No, uh uh-uh. Yeah, Yeah, but that's what happens in Coyote Ugly. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Yes. All right. So he was pissed before, right? 
but now he thinks that he's like that she has lured Helena down here to like ruin another part of his family and well, blah blah blah. Why? That would be ridiculous. Why would she even do that? What would her motivation be? Because he suspects her of everything. Be- because he's overreacting, Aaron. That's why. Okay. Okay. All right, fine. Okay. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry that I questioned <laughs> the love of your life, Ian Vice the Viscount or whatever. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. So now he's livid. And uh, he tells Helena that they're leaving. And Mary's obviously crushed, but she's like, you got to go out a back door. Because if Wait, you walk out. I'm sorry. I've got to pause the podcast. Pause the podcast. That's the word. Yeah. Listen, if you email me about pronouncing Viscount, I swear <laughs> to God. This is the second thing. I'm going to cut you out. You're out. Okay? All right. Yeah, sometimes things are just a bit. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Listen, this counts. Is that right? <laughs> I think that's right. <laughs> yeah, good. good. I actually, except for Anne Clippy C, you can email us right. any day. All the rest of you, though, no. It's this counts. That's, right. that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> I'm sorry if your ears are bleeding. Okay. All right. Moving on. Okay. So... I'm sorry, I totally ruined your chain of thought. No, it's it's fine. It's it just fine. occurred to me. We're gonna get an email that's like, actually, I'm gonna be like, I know you assholes. I learned the word for the podcast because I'm a scholar. I didn't even know those existed before this thing. <laughs> I would have assumed it was a type of vampire or something, but here I am. I read historicals now, and I'm trying. I'm trying for real. Anyway, okay. So he tells Helena they're leaving right now and he notices that Mary's like sitting on in a heap on the floor and he's like, I don't want to care about that. And so Mm -hmm. he's trying to leave Mm -hmm. and he's telling um, Helena that like she he can't believe she did this because their mom needs one kid who's not an absolute sinner. Mm -hmm. And then Mary finally is like, wow, that is incredibly unfair. Yes. And sexist and sexist. And he glares at her, and then he notices he was shocked when his Highland warrior actually shrank back instead of facing him down. Aww. And he's like, oh no, what's going on with Mary? Oh. So then they have a fight where some things come out. All right. Yeah, he's like, I'm such Boobs, a fool. Penises. Nope. Uh, oh, we're talking about emotions. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Emotions and maybe some history, Aaron. Maybe All right, some okay. of that. All oh, right. God. Oh, boy. All right. Oof. You know. <laughs> the foundation of romance. All right. Sorry. Hit me with it. But also, you know, boobs and dicks and stuff. Good, good, All good, right. good, good. So he's like, I'm such a fool. Like, fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. What the fuck? <laughs> and, and she's like, Hurting you this time was even harder because I fell in love with you again. And he's like, did you treat all your men in Paris like this? Uh-huh. <laughs> because he's gone to a place. And she's like, there were no men in Paris. And he's like, oh, yeah, Mary, a hot-blooded lady like you, you crave it. You need to be fucked anytime, anywhere. And then she slaps him. Uh-huh. And he takes her out on that stage. Oh, no. Oh, come on. Oh, he's not doing business for a worldly. Get out of here. All right. Jeez. Okay. All right. Okay. He's not going to help out a rival. He takes, her, he takes her out on that stage and he's like, see this lady? I'm about to fuck her on stage, but you got to come over to Fallen to see it. Yeah. And then he leads them in, like a crowd over and to like, the other like place. A, like a sexy Pied Piper. Gotta fuck this lady. Come watch me fuck this lady. 
<laughs> That's what would happen if it was my book. All right. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I just imagined him like holding her over his head, like <laughs> here she is. <laughs> she would love it. <laughs> she would. Okay, so she slaps him, Aaron. Yeah. Uh-huh. And also, she's pushed up against a wall again. Yeah. Because it's really his thing. Uh huh. It's, it's his brand. It's her brand, too, clearly. Mm hmm. And then she explains she wasn't in a pleasure club ever. She mm-hmm. was behind the scenes in a pleasure club because she was too tall and she lacked a bosom. And she she calls herself a dusty seamstress. Oh, because that's and what Yvette so, probably called her. Yeah. And she was like, there was one kiss, but nobody wanted to have sex with the lady who towered over them and like mended their clothes. Oh. And then she finishes with. No, I need to be fucked by you. I crave it with you. Anytime, anywhere, with you, you damned Highland blockhead. Mm. And so now he's angry and hard. And, and <laughs> this is when he pushes her against the wall. <laughs> it, uh, point of interest. Yeah. Uh, is his sister still in the room or not? <laughs> no. Cool, his cool, sister cool. has been... So has she been, left. She's She's gone now. She's in his carriage. Because I just imagine her being like, I'm going to go. Yeah. I noticed that you've pushed her up against the wall and that you have an erection. I've noticed the tide has turned a little. I'm a little... Uh, there's just, something new I'm in your pants that I don't understand. slowly out of the room. <laughs> yeah. Good. I hope she's living her best life in that pleasure club now. No, she's in the carriage. That's bullshit. That's I know. bullshit. She I should know. be living her best life. Poor Hellion. I'm sure um. she will someday. Nicola, let us know if Hellion yeah. gets her own novella. Mm-hmm. So now he's just about to give in. He's just about to call her a witch and kiss her hard. Yes, 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 uh, yes, yes. But he doesn't. No. Because he, he feels up on her boobs and he and feels too all small the padding. And he's like, oh, I forgot. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Stop voicing her worst fears. I'm sorry. <laughs> so he feels, he feels the up on him. He it's feels offensive the to him. Well, and he's reminded that everything with her is pretense and manipulation. Oh. And so he can't trust any of the wonderful words she's just said to him. He's not wrong. I know. And so when she notices this, the chapter ends with her saying, shamelessly, she laughed. Stupid vanity, I know. But everyone wants to see mountains, not dales. Even you, if you would just admit it. His ardor chilled like a lock in winter and he stepped back. No, when I said I wanted you, I actually meant it. As you are, no hidden motives, no caveats. Goodbye, Mary. Aaron, how are they ever going to get together? Aaron, how does it? I think it's hopeless. Oh, no. I don't know. But I okay, bet they well, do. I bet they do because it's a romance novel and you don't have to worry about it. All right. <laughs> so the next day, she's cleaning up. She is totally crestfallen. She doesn't know what to do with herself. Ramsey and Olivier are talking about how um, surly Yvette is because her show got a really bad review because she deserves it. Everybody thought it was common and mm-hmm. dumb. <laughs> and then they're like, why did you beg off? And and they tell her, uh, she tells them that she didn't beg off, you know, that she was totally screwed out of her opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then Olivier's like, choose love. Yeah. I cannot 
say this enough. Yeah. And so they talk about their relationship and it's so cute and uh-huh. they build her back up again and they mm-hmm. tell her that they believe in her. And Ramsey points out that, of course, she should go talk to him because he doesn't know the real reason that they left Scotland. Mm-hmm. He thinks that she just chose to leave. And so then she quits dramatically. That's a great scene. Mm-hmm. And then she hightails it over to Vice's house. Now, cut to Vice has been drinking his sorrows all night. And then he gets busted in by his entire entourage plus his mother. Mm. <laughs> and they're like, they think they like throw a bucket of water on him and they're like, pull yourself together. Stop being an adult. Cook has made your favorite meal. Get your ass downstairs. And he's totally. like, geez, okay, fine. So he gets dressed, goes into the room where everyone is, and he's like, all right, you can treat me like a king and bring me a plate of food. <laughs> and then he looks over and sees Mary in breeches and a ruffly pirate shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And she's and ready to go. And he's like, what the fuck, everybody? What, who decided to let her in? And they're like, it was a committee decision. <laughs> so they leave and it's totally a setup. Lady Mary is there with that booty and those breeches mm-hmm. and her long hair is all curly and come hither. Mm-hmm. They banter about how she's going to wear breeches pretty much from now on because a really smart man told her that her butt should never be covered by a gown. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, not smart, genius, genius level. And she's mm-hmm. like, totally, totally. And then it is so romantic. <laughs> She's talking about, it's really good. It's just so sweet. I just expected you to be like, it's so romantic because then he takes her out on a stage in front of three other people. All right. Okay. So he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I really want to explain. And then she says, I think if I take several steps and you take just one, we could meet. And I could tell you the why and how very sorry I am for hurting you twice. And then perhaps you might hold me so tightly that we might make each other whole again. Will you take one step, Ian? And no, I bloody well will never, ever call you vice. (laughs) And he goes, it says he rubbed a hand across his jaw to hide the ridiculously unsteady grin threatening to split his face in two. Even humbling herself, his courageous Highland lass, his beautiful contrary Mary, was a warrior until the end. And so he takes a step and then another and then she sprints towards him and gives him a bachelor hug. And then he notices that all of his um, pals are still out in the hallway. So he takes her into a carriage to somewhere else and they start talking and she tells him all about what happened when she was young. Mm -hmm. How this dusty old English lord was vying for her hand and Mm -hmm. like negotiating it with her father since she was like 16 or so Mm -hmm. and then and all that time she's being pursued by this Mm -hmm. lovely like doe-eyed beautiful highland boy and how she really really loved this highland boy Mm -hmm. and hated this lord and then when his when her father and this really like traditional gross, you know, English Lord mm-hmm. announced that she was supposed to be engaged. That's when she met Ian out in the clearing and basically they seduced each other. Mm-hmm. Um, she was fully prepared to go to 
wherever you go to elope in Scotland, there's a place mm-hmm. that we're going to get emails about. It uh-huh. starts with a G, I think. Gretna Green, don't email us. Gretna don't Green, email. Do, I do did it. it. Do, do I it. did we it. We got it right. We got it right. <laughs> <laughs> but also email us if you have any and all fun facts yeah, about Gretna yeah, Green. Yeah, if you want to, that's fine. We would like that. Yeah, yeah. we like it. <laughs> so. <laughs> Won't cut you out. So then she goes home and basically tells them that she's ruined mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to marry this dude. And then he shows up to her room that night, ready to rape her into submission. Mm -mm. And her father is totally on board with this. So I think she like clocks him or something. I don't Mm -hmm. quite remember. Oh, no. Her father says that she has to marry this guy. Otherwise, he's going to have Ramsey arrested for being gay. Ooh. Yeah. And he because he knows how close she is to Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah. So then she's like, what? I, I think he said, um, like being lewd or something like that. So she goes to Ramsey right. and she's like, what in the world is this lewdness he's talking about? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I like boys. Mm-hmm. And he, she's like, well, I can't marry this guy. And yeah. he says, I would never ask that of you. And so they run away to Paris. Right. To she's Highland Times that. woke. Highlander Times she woke. Is. Mm-hmm. She is. Mm-hmm. And so they run away to Paris. And that is why. She stands him up in the clearing where he then gets beaten into a pulp. Jeez. <laughs> if I'm Ian, I don't love this back because I it's still she's like super used him and stuff. I don't know. No, she was gonna. I know, was but like still. Marry him. Yeah. And then, so he's like, I knew that I loved you when I was 17, but I didn't know how perfect we were for each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that from now on, I get to fuck you in front of hundreds of people. Hmm. And so then, epilogue, Aaron, are you ready for the yes. epilogue? Okay. Uh, is it babies? No, it's the sex show. It's the sex yes. show. Oh, gosh. Take a note, authors. <laughs> I knew you would love it. <laughs> this is better than babies. Okay. So Kay. he's standing in the wings in his Pirate King outfit. Oh, he's ready. He's ready to get on the, that pirate throne. Does he have an mm-hmm. eye patch? Is there an eye patch? I think so. I did, good. Okay. Probably. Right, I've got it. I've got I it in my brain. I can't imagine there wouldn't be. Okay. Okay. I just want to make um, sure. And the peg leg is actually just his enormous penis. Mm, so mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the third peg. That, yeah. You know, no, you had it and then you lost it. Like you had it and it was fine. If you just moved on, it would have been fine. I'm, gonna cut that you tried to circle it back no don't cut it don't you dare <laughs> every time i make a bad joke you never cut it don't you That's dare cut true. your bad joke you, you never asked me to cut bad jokes so <laughs> i i just always think you're funny i thought you were gonna be yeah i thought you were gonna be like that's not true you never make bad jokes no you're like that's not true you never explicitly asked me to cut them. <laughs> uh, all right okay peg leg penis go okay so they go out. Oh, and then she comes up to him behind the scenes and she's like, are you ready for our first show together? And he's like, yes. And you look delectable. And she's mm-hmm. like, don't I? I'm only wearing body paint. <gasps> <laughs> uh-huh. And all of her pirate tresses. That's yeah. Pirate tresses <laughs> are only wearing body paint. Uh huh. So then they go out on stage and she is a pirate who's coming to smuggle his booty or something she's gonna pirate his pirate ship mm-hmm. and uh, then they have a bunch of sex on stage with all of their mateys mating with each other 
all around them. Everybody's there's like 27 people, probably 28. Mm-hmm. Unless there's like one three-way, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just said 27 and then I realized there's an odd number. Uh-huh. But there could easily be a little three-way on stage too. Anyway. Sure. Sure. She mounts him like she did before. Oh, the crown prince at one point stands up there. and screams, they're only wearing body paint. <laughs> <laughs> Good show. Uh, I really doubt that 1816 or whatever body paint was that good that the crown prince would not notice until halfway through. You know what, Aaron? Here's the thing. Yeah. If it chips, that's only better. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. I then just, you get to I see just some feel skins. like okay, it's fine. It's fine. All right. Yes. Yeah. And then the crown prince yelled, it's only body paint. Yeah. And that's the end. And <laughs> then they live happily ever after on stage and off. Aww. The end. Yeah. What a great book. Isn't it delicious? Uh Nicola Davidson. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great work. All right, Erin. Do you have a lady love? I do. I was going to have a different one, but now it has changed to the Spanx bra. Listen, guys, the Spanx pillow cup signature push up plunge bra (laughs) is absolutely a great bra. It's got the wide straps, you know, the wide straps. And then the part where it goes around and it clips behind your back, it's a very, Mm -hmm. um, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't cut into you because it's like one thing of material is very stretchy. So like you don't have any of those back rolls and the cups are memory foam, which is really comfy. Everything about it is very, very comfy, very, very pushy uppy. And so that's what I will tell you guys about. I didn't know that my my breasts needed to remember things, but I'm into it. <laughs> well, yes. just think of it. Think of or yourself the, the sleeping you know all night on a wonderful memory foam mattress, and then imagine your boobs sleeping all day on wonderful memory foam. Not bra to cups. mention that all of your boobs out there are unforgettable. So mm-hmm. why shouldn't your padding always remember you too? <laughs> 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 I should write slogans. Yeah, I, I like, should write you very for long Spanx, slogans. And you just heard that. You're about to pay us a lot of money. <laughs> Woo. All right. Okay. My lady love. I had something else too. Uh, but since the sh- top of the show happened the way that it happened. Yep. My lady love is going to be take care of yourself. Forgive yourself. And don't forget to do something that you love even if you're not quite feeling up to it mm-hmm. because man this has been so fun mm-hmm. you're right my day got better i knew it between the perma baby snuggles i've been having mm-hmm. while doing this podcast do you think people are going to be offended that i said all of that with my newborn in my arms <laughs> i don't care don't care she can't write long-term memories right I now. I feel like I don't need to say a female about that that will cut you out because I feel like yeah they know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Take care of yourself. I'm doing the things I think I need to do in order to get through this time of anxiety and craziness. Um, you're going to love the amount of noises from that baby when you're editing it. I'm telling it. you. Yeah. No, my microphone, I think, is better than other microphones because you can't hear background noises. I <laughs> but don't maybe, know. hold on. 
<laughs> I put the microphone uh-huh. up to her face. She's been cooing in her sleep, and it's so She's cute. also been making a lot of slurping noises that are just oh, yeah. offensive to everybody. There's many slurping noises. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can't hear that, though, so be thankful. Yeah, and and try to try to find some laughter mm-hmm. because it's a really, really good thing for your soul. Mm. So take care of yourself. Do things that you love and hang in there if you're in a place where you need to hang in there. <laughs> That's my lady love. All right. All right. You can find us. Yeah. At heaving underscore bosoms on Twitter. At heaving bosoms yeah. on Instagram. Heaving bosoms podcast at gmail.com. Heaving bosoms.com for the website, which may soon include the cunt award. Get it. What's the other one? Heaving bosoms on Facebook. And the Heaving Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult is the closed group that's super duper fun and very, very supportive. Man. And is that it? Is that all? I think that is it. Yeah. And also, yeah, follow us there because we're also going to have um, some giveaways going on in <gasps> oh, the coming right. weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can't, we can't talk too much about it yet. Mm-hmm. But we have some giveaways that are going to be happening in the next four or so episodes. And it's good stuff. So follow us there and you'll be able to enter those giveaways. Oh, and also we never say this and other podcasts do. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it helps. So if you're not subscribed, just hit that subscribe button on whatever podcatcher you use. They're subscribed. They're subscribed. You guys, if you're not subscribed, what are you doing? What's happening with you? Right. What's going on in your life? Why are you working so hard? Why are you going on every week to like affirmatively press the button to download the podcast? That makes no sense. No. Yeah. Mm. Automate that shit. No, we have smarter listeners than those other podcasts you're talking about. Probably. Um, Oh, and... We just reached 250 ratings and reviews. And so, first of all, thank you. Thank you for making us the most reviewed romance podcast on iTunes. I believe that we can say that. We are. Yeah. Yeah. We are 100% the most reviewed podcast. And if you haven't reviewed yet, join the party. We're still taking the bribes. It might be a couple years before we get to your book, but we're still taking the bribe. Give us a five star review. We'll do the book you tell us to do. Eventually. Right. Eventually. <laughs> yes. We adore you. Subscribe, rate, review, and share us with your friends. Talk yeah. about us if you Talk want. Talk about us. Talk we would like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. All right. Keep being a badass. And love yourself as much as you love the <laughs> Pied Piper. The sexiest sex Pied Piper. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to fuck this lady. Follow me. Come watch us fuck this lady. <laughs> love yourself as much as you love that, which you do. <laughs> All right. All right. I love you, Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas!
Okay, back to the show. <laughs> 